This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Kids Bible Minute with our daddy, Landon Rao. Hello again and welcome to Kids Bible Minute. I'm your host, Landon Rowell, and I'm also the local preacher for the Church of Christ here in Ramona, Oklahoma. I want to thank Bible Way Media out of the Ulaga Church of Christ for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and each of you for studying God's Word with me. I enjoy our studies together and look forward to it each week. As always, I want to make certain you have your Bible with you so that when I mention a Bible verse, you can read that verse for yourself and not just take my word for it. Now, most of the time, I will read that passage mentioned out loud, so it's best if you pause this podcast. When the scripture is mentioned, turn to that verse and read it. Then unpause the podcast and read along with me as I read it out loud. If you are new to our study. First, I want to say thank you for studying with us. And secondly, I want to let you know that you can reach all archived or past episodes easily now at RamonaCofC.com. That's RamonaCofC.com in the podcast section where there is a direct link to Kids Bible Minute past episodes. We continue today with our theme of late over the life of Christ by looking at Jesus' physical life here on earth. In our last study, we focused on Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 23, where Jesus teaches the disciples the difference between truth and man's traditions that can often make void truth or God's word. Today, we are going to be looking at an unfortunately common theme with the apostles while they walked with Jesus here on earth while he was in the flesh. And that theme revolved around wondering who is the greatest. In Mark chapter 9, verse 33 through 37, we see the apostles arguing over this very thing and their warped view of the coming kingdom. You see, they thought that Jesus was going to come to this earth and be king on this earth. But as you and I know, through a study of scriptures, this is simply not true and was never going to be the case. So Jesus, knowing that they were struggling with this, didn't just simply call them names and say, why don't you know the truth? No, in Mark chapter 9, verse 35, he said, if anyone would be first, he must be last and servant of all. So in our text today, in Matthew chapter 18, we are going to be examining a different approach to the, t- the apostles themselves took in trying to answer this question, who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom? This time, instead of arguing with each other, though, they simply asked Jesus to answer it for them. Let's read Matthew 18 and verse 1. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? I don't want us to focus necessarily on their question because we really need to look rather at Jesus's answer. Jesus, as I said, knew they were confused about the kingdom. And instead of destroying their confidence, he did what he often did and just simply explained the truth in how they should be thinking, how they ought to be thinking. 
He begins in Matthew 18, verses 2 through 6, by explaining they ought or should become like little children. This seems kind of odd at first, telling a man he should become like a child. And even from a spiritual sense, when we consider all the vast number of passages that tell us not to be like children, but to be mature. For example, Hebrews 5:12 through 14, or the very next chapter there in Hebrews 6 and verse 1, even Colossians 1:28 or Philippians 3 and verse 15, and there are several others. So what gives here? Why are the apostles here told to be like little children? The Apostle Paul would say the same thing, obviously being inspired by God, that Jesus was getting at to his disciples in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 20. But I think Paul kind of explains it out a little bit better when he wrote this. Brothers, do not be children in your thinking. Be infants in evil, but in your thinking be mature. What Jesus and the inspired Paul are saying is that Christians must be innocent and pure in how they think on things and what they put into their mind like little children. But they must be mature in the knowledge of God's word and how to use that knowledge wisely. Jesus would then conclude his lesson over the apostles' question in Matthew 18, verses 10 through 12, by warning them not to despise one of his little ones. Now, there are two realities that come forth from what Jesus says here in these verses. First, God is making it very clear to his apostles and to all of us that he knows every single one of his children. In fact, in Jeremiah 1 and verse 5, he would say it this way, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. You see, God knows us all, each and every one who has been conceived. Secondly, God not only knows us, but he loves each and every person that he has placed life into when they are conceived in their mother's womb. We could spend hours reading all the passages that express God's love for us, but I want us to focus on three in our studies today. In Isaiah 41 and verse 10, we read this, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. In Romans 5 and verse 8, we read this powerful passage on God's love for us. When we see, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then, of course, who could forget what Paul would say in Romans 8, verses 35 through 39, about God's love and want and desire to be close to us. When he said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, 
Paul said. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Who is the greatest in the kingdom? In other words, the church, Colossians 1 and verse 13. It is the one who fights the good fight of faith here on earth and keeps the faith, 2 Timothy 4 and verse 7. It is the one who has endured this spiritual race, Hebrews 12 and verse 2, and finished the race, 1 Corinthians 9, 24, and has therefore received the victorious crown, 1 Corinthians 9, 25, James 1, 12, Revelation 2 and verse 10. Let us, you and I, seek to be found faithful in God's eyes and not care what man thinks when it concerns our spiritual walk with God. Well, that concludes this Bible study for today. As always, I want to thank you for studying God's precious word with me. And I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word every day. Be sure to use the wonderful material and other podcasts made available through the BibleWay Media app or website at BibleWayMedia.org. I also personally have a website at Gospel-Preacher.com. Of course, make sure you ask your parents if it's okay by them before you download the app or go to those websites. I also encourage you to contact me personally with any question about the Bible at the Ramona Church of Christ email address, which is RamonaCofC at gmail.com. That's RamonaCofC at gmail.com or through our Facebook page or any other social media outlet. Make sure you message the Ramona Church of Christ in Oklahoma, not California. Until we have an opportunity to meet again, peace be with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.